This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Whatever happened to Sister Hazel? Anybody wonder that? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071. No? Fine. No. Um, <laughs> streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hi. Hi. Um, and we're not here to talk about what happened to Sister Hazel, uh, a wonderful band from the past. No. We're here to talk about brownies. Brownies. But before we get to brownies. Let's go back to Jeffrey Tubin. Well, let's um let's put out the question. That okay, way you guys there, can yeah. start calling and then we'll come back. Okay, what so the question is So we're asking a question about brownies. Chewy, cakey, what's your favorite thing about brownies? We'll tell you why in just a moment, but first, there's this. One moment, please. Okay, so we were talking in the last segment about Jeffrey Tubin um not knowing that his Zoom camera was on when he took his little tubin out. And it reminded us that Holly has written an entire song about this. Mm-hmm. And we have located that song and we want to share it with you for your pleasure. Here it is. I know you like your penis, but keep it in your pants. Don't whip it out on purpose, by accident or chance. Your Johnson is not special. Your pecker is not fun. Your really is a private thing. Don't bask it in the sun. So when you're at the office or out amongst the crowd, you hide your wang and sew it away, and then you can stand proud. Put that thing away, man. Yeah, just put it away. Nobody wants to see it. God. Nobody wants to see it. No. Thank you, Holly. It was true yesterday. It's true today. And it'll be true tomorrow. Okay, back to brownies. Yes. Bradley, why are we asking people what they love about brownies? So, uh, for those of you watching Great British Bake Off, on Friday there was chaos in the kitchen as not one contestant on the best reality show on television who made a uh, decent pair of brown pair pan of brownies. A pair is not enough. So for those of you who don't watch the show, they have these different challenges each week. And last, uh, last, the last episode, which aired on Friday, it airs on Netflix, by the way, of the current season, was all about chocolate. It was chocolate week on the Great British Bake Off. Mm. And their first assignment was to bake a pan of brownies. Literally, that's all they had to do. Bake a pan of brownies. Now, they could zhuzh it up or keep it simple. They could do whatever they wanted to their brownies. Not one single contestant. Again, these people are vying for the title of the best British home baker. Not one of them pulled off a successful pan of brownies. 
which was mortifying okay. to not just myself, you... but the entire nation of the United Kingdom. How do you mess brownies up so much? I don't know. It yeah. was hilarious. We literally, as they were going, because again, if you haven't watched the show, you know, they all like their first challenge is bake the brownies, but you get to throw your flair in, right? So mm-hmm. some people threw figs on it. Some people, which oh, don't, don't do even that. get me started. That's terrible. Marshmallow, fruit, candy, you know, and they said at the beginning, like, well, the, the, the challenge as laid out was brownies. These people had presumably a week or a significant amount of time to practice their signature brownie, mm-hmm. right? And and then they all failed miserably. It was kind of hysterical, mostly because these are very talented people, like who can make croissants and who right. can make like all sorts of many multi-tiered cakes and weird European breads that nobody's ever heard of. And yet they could not for the life of them, one person even pull out a successful pan of brownies like are brownies hard no but two things two things one please don't meddle with the brownie that's their first mistake they tried to like it sounds to me and i didn't see it but from your telling of it the report of the report it sounds like they thought that they could improve upon the brownie you can't yeah which is which is a thing and you know to a certain extent sure i've seen people you know sort of add their flair to certain things you know, a brownie, though, is super sweet to begin with. So to put something sweet or sweeter on top of a brownie seems kind of pointless, right? right. So, like, if you're going to add something, add something... Salty, that, maybe? Yeah, maybe a little yeah. bit of salted caramel. This one um, woman did, like, she called it a s'mores brownie. I don't think she knew what a s'mores was. And you didn't want s'more of it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But s'mores, of course... Um, Typically marshmallow and graham cracker and chocolate. Right. There's no graham cracker. And she literally just put like a meringue on top. It, it was vile. And they were all runny. They were either super oh. runny or overbaked. And it was like, you guys, honestly, I mean. I would have rolled up with a thing, box of Duncan Hines yeah, fudge brownies. And I would have been like, dump, crack, whip, bake. It's not hard. I mean, it literally is whip, plop bake mm-hmm. pull it out when you see the 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 top has you know crackled a little bit and the sides begin Oof. to pull away from the pan what yes. else do you need so that was mortifying to me like the perfect brownie the thing about brownies is that you get the crunchy on the edges you get the gooey in the middle can i you get just a little say bit this, of best of the both worlds my preference is not a cakey brownie and yeah. i would not like any kind of frosting i want the fudge brownies i want the I want the and I want the middle. A lot of people like the edges. I don't like the edges. I don't want the crispy. I oh, just wow. want the fudgy. That's yeah. all I want. Thank you. I That's do all. like I do like a little bit of you know if somebody slaps on a, a frosting, I'm not going to complain. Like if it's a cream cheese frosting, oh. why not? Mm. But anyway, to each his or her own. We've got a couple people on the line. Perfect. Want to talk brownies? Let's do we it first. Uh, let's go to Jack. Hi, Jack. Jack, what kind of what what's your favorite thing about a brownie? Well. I love you guys. It's a great topic. And I'm inviting you, next time you come to Duluth, go to Positively 3rd Street Bakery. They make the best brownies in the whole world. Ooh, oh, okay. I do not know this place you speak of. Oh, you've got it. It's uh, 3rd Street and 14th Avenue East and 3rd Street. Okay. Uh, 12th Avenue East and 3rd Street. But um, you've got to have walnuts. To me, <gasps> that's what makes a brownie is you have to have walnuts in the brownie. I can do without frosting. Um but I actually prefer the cakey, dry brownie because I want a big cold glass of milk. Mm. Well, yes, I get it. Yeah, for sure. 
Thank you. Thank you for your call, Jack. Jack. I will say I'm not a fan of the walnut. It could be because it makes my throat itch. Probably that's why. Yeah. But. (laughs) Unless you like your throat itch. I will honor Jack's love. I'm not a fan of of nuts. The only thing I wouldn't mind if you threw in there, if it had to be a nut. In your brownies. Huh? You're not a fan of nuts in your brownies. Correct. Mm -hmm. I don't want your nuts in my brownies. But if I did have to have a nut, maybe the pecan. Mm. But if you're going to put anything inside, like maybe chocolate chips, I do love extra chocolate in my brownies. But, you know, that's like, you don't need it. A brownie is a brownie, man. That's the thing. Don't try to improve on on a brownie. It's just good enough. Holly, who else do we have on the line? We have Christine. Hello, Christine. Hi, Christine. Christine, what do you love about a brownie? Hi. Um... Well, I like the crispy edges, mm. and it can have frosting or not, but I like the kind that you put the Heath Bar, um, those big uh, Symphony toffee Ooh. chocolate bars, you put that in the middle, you put the batter, then those, and then batter on top and bake Wait. it that way. Oh, that Wait, what now? Mm-hmm. Explain that again. Yeah. You put the, you make the batter and you put the batter down, you know, half of it, half the batter. And yep. then you lay the planks of those symphony chocolate toffee, like heat type bars on top all the way across. And then you put the rest of the batter on mm. top. Wow. And then you bake it. Oh my God. They're so good. See, okay, that the, sounds really good. The members of the Great British yeah. Bake Off could have learned a thing or two from it's you. true. Well, you know, I got to say though, I suck at making brownies. <laughs> I'm a really good baker, but for some reason, my brownies always come out gooey in the middle or dry, and I don't know what the deal is. Huh. I can't make them very good either, so I get it. Wow. All right. But it sounds like, uh, I, I mean, I would eat the other one that you just talked I mean, about. I would eat you make. bad would brownies, eat that. right? That's the thing. They're still good. Yeah. Thank you for your call. Although, apparently not. Just don't go like the fig thing. That was offensive. You yeah, nasty. but British people, they have a weird affinity for dried fruit in their desserts. It's kind of disturbing how much dried fruit they want in a cake. Don't they also want their cookies always to be crisp. like super crispy? Yeah, to them, a, a, a proper fun. cookie Mm-mm. is crisp. It should snap. No. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, that's a it's an opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's a wrong opinion. <laughs> Let me but tell. It's, no, it's their culture. So <laughs> those Bye. brownies that Christine was talking about, my roommate at one point made those, and they will change your life forever. I've never heard about those, yeah. but I, I want so them. So good. Oh, so good. Mm. Do we have any other callers, Holly? No. Fine. When we, come, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we have to talk about Dominic West and Lily James because oh. that's the story that won't quit. Uh, we'll talk about them after this on My Talk 1071. Hey, how's it going? This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey. Hey, um, let's talk about Dominic West and Lily James. Let's oh. get everybody up to speed on what's going on with those two I crazy can't kids. With these two. I'm so over it, but whatever. Celebrities just make us talk about them. We have no choice in the matter. Mm. It's also our job. So Dominic West is an actor, and he was uh, licking Lily James, an actress's face in and Italy, and her tonsils, and her neck, really and putting his out. hands on her posterior chain. Um, that happened, and then they came back from Italy, uh, and his wife was like, "Okay, so that sucks," and because she's got lots of money i think and has like a castle Mm -hmm. and they're trying to sell the castle by the way or it's like an airbnb or something 
so really quick, the history of the castle is that she was going to try to sell it because she didn't have the money to keep it up. But she was like the heiress of it. Yeah. And he brought his Hollywood money in to save the place. Yeah. And renovate it. And now they're trying to like make money, off make it. money off of it, like do weddings, so et cetera. Maybe when then you stick your tongue down another woman's who's not your wife's throat, it's going to like probably not do business so well. So then he, they came out with this public statement. She held up a piece of paper and was like, everything's fine. Nothing to see here. And then they pretend kissed. So that happened, and now we're just living in the fallout from it yeah. because, of course, the other woman in this uh, particular scenario has not um, has not said anything Mm-mm. about the public tryst that she had with a married man. And understand, I don't care what people do in their lives. This has nothing to do with sort of like judging like infidelity or adultery, like infidelity with celebrities. I mean, welcome to celebrities, right? Like, I don't care about any of that. But when you're a public figure and you're an actor and you're also filming something or like you've got projects in the in the pipe, like your private life that you're living out in the open is then going to be a topic of discussion that is going to get in the way of you trying to promote the thing that you're trying to do with your public image. Ding, ding, so so that is that's where we are are at currently and i love the daily mail because they always do that thing following scandal where they just show up to these celebrities living their lives mm-hmm. and add so much um you know romantic flair and i don't mean actual romance i mean sort of just like making it seem way worse than it is mm-hmm. not so pleased with yourself now mr west Actor Dominic West cuts a forlorn figure six days after he was pictured gazing into the eyes of his co-star Lily James. And they show a picture of him at his kid's, like, soccer game, I think. Um, Literally just sitting on the phone, kind of half looking at the paparazzi. That he, you know, he looks like a sad, pathetic man. Pensive. He he didn't smile at all and looked very pensive. Even miserable. (laughs) This is... The the like the drama around the fallout of this is almost more dramatic than what happened to make this all happen. Did that make sense? What do you mean? Like the the like our how they're trying to I don't even want to say cover it up, but how they're trying to like the smoke and mirrors they're trying to show us now is like the effort is 75 times well, what is needed for this experience. I think, honestly, all that it shows is that if you don't provide people with an actual explanation of what happened, they are going to continue to ask questions, and you're, you're moving through the world as a public figure is just going to look even more absurd. So right. every time you show up for your kid's football game, soccer game, we would say, mm-hmm. um, in a 50-pound Caramore puffer jacket, as the Daily Mail tells us, because mm-hmm. they've always got the beat on who's working. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts what exactly um what is a story if we don't know th- what you're wearing they are just you just have given the tabloids 
opportunities now to show up and read into your life in right. a way that's absurd, but but is only because you did not do a very good job of explaining. So on the one hand, like you you made love, not made Whoa. love, you made out with this woman in public, right? Um, and then your excuse was, or you didn't even give an excuse. You just then came out the very next day practically and said, my wife and I, our marriage is wonderful. Nothing like to those see two things don't add up. So right. the, the tabloids are going to continue to be concerned about it in a way that's going to make your living your life now look absurd. And until she responds, that is Lily James, and until he provides an explanation that actually, you know, like you could say we were having a difficult time. Mm-hmm. I mean, whatever dumb excuse you want to give to it, you have to give some kind of excuse. Right. Or, you know, or at least acknowledge it. Right. Like that, because part of the problem is that nobody's even acknowledged it. So if he would if he would say, like, I made a mistake or. I don't I've know. hurt my family. Or like, this is part of our arrangement. We do stuff like this. It's all good. Or, you know, but to to at least acknowledge it. But it's like you said, it's like this happened. And then he's out there with his wife being like, we're strong as ever. But not acknowledge that the reason you're doing that yeah. is not because it's a Tuesday. It's because you were making out with somebody else on the streets of Rome. And then it makes people do the thing that they're uh, doing. Again, tabloids, you know, love this stuff because it gives them oxygen um, Lily James quotes on making mistakes with an open heart resurface amidst drama over kissing Dominic West. The minute oh. something like this happens, you give people permission to go back and look at things you've said in the past. And then retrofit them to the which situation. Which she did in a, in a, quote, resurfaced video series for Harper's Bazaar mm-hmm. UK given one month ago. Quote, I feel I've rebelled in that way. I was always a rebellious teenager, and I think it's important to rebel in that way. I think criticism can be good if it's constructive, but I feel like if it's attacking you or a vendetta, that's really difficult, but I'm still learning. I'm still figuring it out. I don't know what that means. But mm-hmm. but again, you're just giving people permission to dig around in your past because you are literally not saying anything. Right. Well, and she's dodging. I mean, she's dodging oh, interviews. Oh, she's canceling right interviews. Yeah. yeah. So clearly she knows that this is going to be on the docket of things to talk about, and she's not sure how to do that i mean but you just have to do it it's 2020 you can't beat around the bush or hide behind some sort of like i don't know weird photo we all saw it i mean you can't tell us it didn't happen you have to acknowledge it to your previous like it point you you can say it's none of my business but like you're a public figure who is making out in public with someone you don't think people are gonna comment on that like oh nothing to see here no people want to know to the world man and you're right that like you don't she doesn't want that to be the center of attention because then that makes whatever project she's promoting not the center of yeah, attention. Yeah, exactly. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we've got dumb people doing dumb things, crazy stupid idiots after this on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hey, Biachos. Hey, and we've got some uh, dumb people doing dumb things. We call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because you're mu- you're, the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people 
We've done things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the stadium. Florida. 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 Hey, Sammy Davis. Hey. How's it going? How's it going down there? Kind of hot. Uh, can we go to Yakima? Yeah. Isn't that Washington? Washington? Yeah. Oh, oh, Holly got Let's real go excited Yakima. for Yakima. You know, That's all she does. Do you know what is Yakima, really popular Yakima, in Yakima. Yakima? They love Yakima in Yakima. No, they don't. Yes, they do. No, they don't. <laughs> They're known for their Yakima Hickama. Are they? Mm, no. What about yaks? Do they have yaks in Yakima? Yaks actually eat a lot of Hickama in Yakima. <laughs> the yaks love the Yakima Hickama. You know what I think of yaks who eat Hickama in Yakima? What? Yakima. <laughs> all right. Can I tell you about a gentleman who was arrested mm. after he locked a woman out of her home. Mm, that's interesting, right? What's yeah. that all about? Well, I'm going to tell you about it. Okay, so wish you would. it turns out this incident unfolded uh, last hump day, Wednesday afternoon, when officers were dispatched to the 200 block of North 9th Street in Yakima, Washington. When they arrived, they found a 21-year-old suspect. Um, and the 21-year-old suspect saw the police and was like, ooh, crud. And he decided to hide behind a fence. Wilson style. Isn't that Wilson? Isn't that his name? Yeah. The guy who you only see from the nose up. Which, by the way, related note, not oh, a good story. Ooh, yeah. Um, then, more on that in the dirt alert. Um, he hid behind a fence and then went into the house. So the police were called because they heard that he'd locked this lady out. He hid behind a fence, and then he ran into the house. The uh, victim then told officers that the suspect was cursing at her and harassing her, mm. hit a pillar, and um, that what? was all the time she was walking back to the shed. I don't know. It's just a thing she okay. said, a pillar. Right. There must be a pillar on their lawn. But that's not what earned him crazy, stupid, idiot status. It's what else he did to cause uh, a fracas. Excuse a fracas. Me? Fracas. Thank you. A fracas. Isn't it French? Um, and that's what earned him crazy, stupid, idiot says. Do you want to know what the other fracas yes. causing event was? Yes. It involved something which is alive, also a synonym for a body part. Okay. Something that was alive... <laughs> That was also never gonna a get synonym for a body Rhymes part. with schmatato. Potato. He threw potatoes at the woman. Where did he get potatoes? I don't know. Does and, he travel with potatoes? And nobody understands why um, he like why they were angry in the first place. Why he um, locked her out of the house? And I don't even know if they're like related or not. But um, they're clearly in some kind of relationship. He did deny throwing potatoes at uh, the lady. And I think you'd know if you were hit by a potato. Right? He also said it was she who threw the potato to the ground. It was she who threw like the potato. Like she was like, bye, throws a potato on the ground. I feel like that is rude to potatoes. you got to respect the potato. Um. Also, it's fracas. What? I thought it was fracal. Fracas. Fracas. I've never heard anybody say fracas. Well, according to the Oxford dictionary mm-hmm. it's fracas so you're saying there was a fracas in yakima, <laughs> yakima. in yakima yeah involving not but not a potato hickama, but potato a yeah. fry another fracas ro- 
another a fricus. Oh, mash that potato oh, story into the ground. That was oh, good. Please, all right, buddy. Um, all right. Can we go to another place in the world? No. Of course we can. Where are we going? New Jersey. Okay. We're going to New Jersey, where we're going to meet a 37-year-old guy from New Jersey, um, from Jersey City, New Jersey. Oh. What? What What was that? I don't know. Careful, though. Anywho. (laughs) Great. Um, He, this 37-year-old gentleman, was arrested when someone spotted him stealing a small dumpster and some bags of stuff from a condo complex. How do you steal a dumpster? I don't know. It says a small dumpster, so I don't know like what Dumpster-ette. that means. Teeny tiny dumpster. He was charged teeny, a, with larceny dumpster. and posted a three hundred dollar bond to get out of jail. But then, in like less than an hour later, he was breaking into a fire department headquarters and <gasps> going through a fireman's stuff, and he was oh. stealing that stuff. So he's a crazy, stupid idiot because he committed two crimes in a very short period of time. But that's not. There's a special brand of crazy, stupid idiot that this guy is. Um, it's his name. It's his name. I think he was saddled with a name that made him destined to behave in such a way. Oh, really? His name is Lawrence Crook. <gasps> Mr. Crook. Mr. Crook. He was charged with burglary. Would have, would have gotten away with it, too, if his name didn't call Give it out. away. Just because your last name is Crook does not mean you need to be one. I just feel bad. I feel bad that he was saddled with that. I know. I mean, it's hard. Like, But see, somebody should have coached him early on in his life. You have a difficult name. You need to rise above it. Yeah. This is not your profession. This is just the name you were given. You are not a Crook. Thank you, Richard Nixon. You're welcome. <laughs> <sighs> I'm hungry. Are you hungry? I mean, I'm a Should little we go get hungry. Some snacks. Sure. Let's where go are we to going? the. We're going to go to the Petro Deli. Petro Deli is a convenience uh, operation over in Kansas. Okay. And I'm going to take you there, but it's three thirty. Isn't doesn't that sort of translate to like gas deli? Well, yeah, Petro Deli. So it's like gas and food. Deli. Yeah. I mean, I get what they're trying to go with there, but it doesn't, it just doesn't sound appetizing. Go on. All right. Well, I will send Let a note Thank to you. Petro Deli in Shawnee, Kansas. I prefer Pump and Munch. Um, did you know there's also uh, Loaf and Jug? Oh. On my road trip, we saw a lot of Loaf and Jugs. Do they just sell like bread and milk? Yeah, yeah apparently. Anyway. Okay, cool. Uh, I thought it was verb. Like that was a verb. I'm just going to Loaf and Jug. Oh, okay. So back to Shawnee, Kansas. I want to tell you about something that happened. So imagine you will, you are working the late shift at Petro Deli in Shawnee. Mm -hmm. Somebody comes in and does some stuff. Literally a series of bizarre events. Just imagine you dealing with the following. So um, a 17-year-old comes in and he starts damaging merchandise. Okay? Mm -hmm. I'm not good with that. Um, but wait, there's more. Okay. He then got naked. Oh. Okay. Okay, so he damaged the merchandise, and then he Jeffrey Tubin'd. Yep. Well, he did a full Jeffrey Tubin' Mm because he didn't just take out his wing-wang. He took the whole thing He took every... He was just bebopping around the Petro Deli sans clothing. Now, but wait, there's more. 
not comfortable just being naked and damaging merchandise inside the Petrodeli. He did something that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Because I would say naked um, convenience store trashing is not like the worst thing ever. Right. right? We've seen far worse. It is what he did next after getting naked and trashing merchandise inside the Petrodeli that earned him crazy, stupid idiot status. Would you like me to tell you what it was? I think you need to tell me what it was. He found himself a bottle of Hidden Valley Ranch. And then he squirted it all over his body. I'm not going to lie and pretend like that's not a fantasy. <laughs> Go on. He then proceeded um, to dance about the store covered in ranch. Naked. Covered in ranch. Um, and then ran outside of the business, jumped into a running vehicle, and proceeded to crash into a nearby pillar. I mean... This is so I bizarre. Feel like there's a medical what? event happening here. <laughs> like there's something going on. It's We're unclear. Bath salts involved. It's unclear when he removed his clothes and slathered the ranch dressing, or whether he was actually the owner of the vehicle that crashed. Because it sounds like it might have just been like a vehicle running in the you know, like somebody was heading to the the Petrodeli. Um, all of these aspects of the incident are currently under investigation. He's fine. No one was injured. Um, and I feel like he's going to have a very long explanation with his parents. Like that's going to yeah. have to happen soon. Yeah. Because how do you explain naked ranch slathering, slathering, and then property damage? Mm. Um, they did think that he appeared to be somewhat under the influence of a substance. Yeah, it sounds like shocker. It. Can you imagine though? But I will say I just, the first part of that really like the naked slathered and ranch. You, I just feel like you felt really good about that. I got that. that. I understood it. Yeah. Ranch is like the best sauce. But but here's what I would struggle with. It's probably Hidden Valley. And let's be real. There's Hidden better Valley, ranch. Yes, there are better ranches. Hidden, Va- Hidden s- Valley has its place. It does have a squirt. Top. So if you wanted to do the effect of like, you know, <laughs> unleashing the ranch really in a theatrical moment, yeah, certainly a guided stream of ranch would be better than just like a big bucket plop over the top of the head. Guided stream of ranch. <laughs> I'm just saying you could like, and then you could like, you know, squirt your neighbors. <laughs> Okay. I'll take a little. You can have a little. I mean, you could have some fun with a squirt bottle. Is ranch what I'm saying. for everybody. Yeah. I don't think I really like ranch. <gasps> oh God, I what? don't know what to do with her. Question: Are you saying you don't like? I mean, you, and feel free to say both. But I do realize that you can regard ranch in two different ways. Ranch can be <laughs> a dressing, and it, what? No, and I just love that a, you're like. It can be a dressing. Well, or... because it also can be a sauce, sauce or a dip. You yeah, know, yeah, I'm a dip fan. I'm not necessarily. I like a dippy consistency to you my ranch. You want it thicker. You want it to be able to stand. I don't want watery ranch. You want it to peak. <laughs> <laughs> but Holly, are you saying you don't like ranch as a dressing or as a as a dip or a sauce? A little both. Okay. I don't know what you're saying. How do you not like ranch? I don't understand. That's like... uh, Does it not sit well with you? Do you not like the flavor profile? What is it? 
Consistency? That's all of the above. What's your favorite dressing slash dip? Guacamole. Not a dressing. I guess it's a dip. It's a dip. I do like guacamole. There aren't. See, that's the thing. That is the thing about ranch is that it's a you dressing could have and ranch. a dip. But there aren't other di- dressings that are good dips also. That's why it's so versatile. Thank you, everybody, <laughs> for listening to our deep love of ranch. When we leave, I mean, when we come back. There we go. <laughs> when we come back, it's time to play the throwback live. After this, on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.